Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. About the only thing you can't do is ignore them, because they change things. They push the human race forward. While some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's Thursday, November 18th. I'm your host, Jordan Sather, and man, remind me not to miss a day. When I miss one day doing one of these commentary videos, so much stuff piles up, and I just can't keep track of all of it. Geez, just the way things are moving these days so fast, it's difficult to keep up with all of it, but I'm doing my best, and we're going to touch on all the most relevant topics over the last 48 hours. The main subjects we're going to cover in this one include the Kyle Rittenhouse court case. Just have a couple of data points I want to cover with that one. I want to touch on the mainstream media's hit pieces on Q, quite a few of them the past couple of days. I also want to touch on UFOs because the media has really beaten the distraction drums with that subject, and I think it's going to become a lot more prominent in the coming weeks. And then we'll finish up this video with a lot to cover about COVID, some good stories, some bad stories, but regardless, people are waking up and sick of the mandates, and they're sick of the lies, the gaslighting we're getting about these vaccines. So every day that goes by is progress in terms of the great awakening. But before we get all that, a couple of housekeeping things. I want to do some fact checks, actually, some quick clickbait fact checks, and then a quick word from today's sponsor. First fact check is bricks. Yes, bricks. So the claim is that there's a bunch of bricks on the ground there in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And the thing is, there's this photo, this collage in particular is going viral on Telegram and Gab and some other social media apps. Now, some of the photos in this particular collage are not recent, and they're not from Kenosha. They're actually from last year after the George Floyd incident. So this particular one on the right is from Dallas back in May of 2020. Some of these other ones are very, very old. Now, it's not confirmed or denied. It's, you know, it's still up in the air. The recent reports about bricks on the ground in Kenosha, apparently somebody heard on the police spotter, the police scanner, overheard cops talking about bricks on the ground, but that was just a report, some hearsay. We don't actually have any confirmed photos uh, recently. So, want to make that known. A lot of these photos are old, yet people are circulating around as if it's real or recent or from Kenosha. It's not. Be careful. And then the second fact check is this one right here. So this video, again, was going viral on Telegram and Gab and the other social media apps. The claim was that this crowd marching is in Austria and it's a protest against the lockdown for unvaccinated people. Meanwhile, not true. This photo, this video is actually from 2019 
It's a video of a bunch of soccer fans marching in the streets after one of the Austrian soccer teams won something. I don't know what, but it's from 2019. Meanwhile, got shared around. I think some large video broadcasters, like podcasters on Rumble and BitChute, even shared this to their audiences um, as if it was a vaccine protest, but it's not. So uh, unfortunately, they didn't fact check that one. But, you know, it happens to the best of us. Sometimes we all share clickbait now and again. You just hope that they correct the record or you hope that they at least, you know, improve and improve their discernment, improve their fact-checking capabilities. But, you know, some people just don't care. <laughs> some people don't. So anyway, wanted to make that one known. Now, first, let's get into this Rittenhouse court case. Uh, this exclusive came out of Daily Mail yesterday, and their report stated that the prosecutors in Kyle's case held back high-definition drone footage of the Kenosha shootings from the defense, from Kyle's lawyers, and gave them the low-quality video and didn't offer the high-def footage until after the case had closed on Saturday. Basically, the uh, the DA, Thomas Binger, he's the douchebag with the glasses, the one that pointed the AR-15 <laughs> at the freaking jury, um, he shared a video file that was only four megabytes. It was this compressed video file where you couldn't see much stuff. It was real grainy, and the claim by Kyle's lawyers is that there's a high def version of that that's 12 megabytes that you can see a lot more in and they would have, you know, that could have changed things. That could have given more context or a better sight as to what was going on on the ground there with Kyle. So, who knows what this might lead to, but clearly the DA, the uh prosecutors are just garbage humans in that case. And we also have the media, more garbage humans, mainstream media. Uh today a person allegedly from NBC and MSNBC, which I think that's been confirmed, MSNBC put out a statement on their Twitter account saying that it was a freelancer that they work with. Um, this person was stopped by police officers because they were apparently following the jury bus. So they have a bus for the jurors in this case, and the bus is has blacked out windows. They're trying to keep the jurors as safe as they can because, you know, backlash and threats and media doxing, which apparently looked like MSNBC was trying to do here. There was a dude literally following the jury bus, got stopped, and then the judge in this case had to actually order all NBC and MSNBC journalists to be excluded from the trial completely. Like, they're no longer allowed in. So it looks like some MSNBC reporter was trying to follow the jury bus to get maybe a photo of the jurors or something like that so they could freaking dox them, basically. That's my idea, right? Sounds like something the media would do. We know they've done it before. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of crazy stuff going on in this court case. And uh, lastly, last thing on this, I saw this Telegram post made yesterday from a Proud Boys account from the Ohio Proud Boys. I don't know if this Telegram account is actually associated with the Proud Boys or not, but the account name is the Ohio Proud Boys, and this is the post that was made. Check this out. It says, 300-plus Proud Boys from Ohio armed to the teeth en route to Kenosha, Wisconsin to meet 1,800 other Proud Boys 
armed with every legal automatic weapon and explosive device imaginable, smoking two commies, and vaporizing a third's bicep will be only the beginning of what we inflict. Wow. If it really is the Proud Boys, that's that's not okay. That's not okay at all, right? Although, this post is absolutely glowing to me, and I would not doubt at all if it was a Fed, if it was a freaking FBI agent hiding behind a Proud Boys sock puppet account making this post and, you know, some false flag proxy controlled opposition type stuff here. It's just... That's bad. Yeah, that's that's not okay at all. So I wanted to highlight that. No doubt the CIA and the FBI and all the deep state goons out there are going to try to manipulate this situation as much as they can. Wouldn't doubt if a bunch of Proud Boys showed up with MAGA hats on and they look like our Fed Boys with their polos and their glasses <laughs> and their shorts on. Uh, so that's that. Okay, on to some mainstream media Q bashing. Let's bash the media for their propaganda here. So first up, we have QAnon shaman Jacob Chansley. Uh, he's been sentenced to 41 months in prison for, they're saying, his role in the Capitol riot. Um, I do want to say, I think there's more than meets the public eye when it comes to this QAnon shaman fella. He has some intriguing connections and the things he's saying and some, some video he's posted in the past with just a bunch of crazy claims. I don't know. I wouldn't doubt if this guy had a handler behind him, whether he realized it or not, or something like that. Although, I do also want to say 41 months in prison for this guy, that's, that's absurd. That's something else that's that's not okay. So, anyway, yeah. I mean, I, I hope he really doesn't serve that time, because we all know they're just politically prosecuting people over this whole Capitol riot. Uh, we also have the media... Still focusing on that event in Dallas with Mr. Crazy Man, Negative 48, and that clown crew. So apparently an ex-member of, this is the headline, okay? Ex-member of QAnon's JFK-obsessed, quote, cult details the, quote, ugly reality of Dallas resurrection follower claims group started to turn on each other while their leader acted like Jesus with people kissing his ring. And in a... Uh, ex-follower of this Negative 48 group, what's her name? Maureen McNamara. McNamara. Maureen. She, uh, she started talking to the media. I think she talked to Vice News, yeah. So, that's questionable right there. Maybe she was a plant or something to that effect. Or not. Maybe she was, a you know, genuinely interested in what was going on in Dallas, but she saw saw the shit show that was there. And yeah, that negative 48 dude, he is something else, man. He's got some very narcissistic tendencies if you listen to him and watch his videos. And he really does say some just crazy shit. So, I mean, this woman is probably telling the truth about this event, but Vice News is going to be looking for any angle they can to bash Q and smear the movement and all that. And this is... I mean, we just need to, we need to call this out. We need to call these crazies out. Like Negative 48, like Simon Parks, like Charles Ward. I mean, these these pure clickbaiters who are putting absolutely ridiculous claims out there and who are just full of shit. Michael Jaco, you know, I could go down a whole list of them. I'll, I'll stop myself here, but 
it's it's not okay. Number one, what they're doing to their audiences, just yanking their chains, manipulating them, and also just grifting, using this whole movement for their own fame and pocketbooks. So yeah, there's that. We also have Reno 911. I kid you not. I uh, <laughs> Reno 911. They have a special coming out next month called The Hunt for QAnon, and apparently this show uh they is going to take place well it's not filmed on jeffrey epstein's island but that's the in the show they're gonna like go to epstein's island i have no idea what really the uh, the production or the the storyline of this movie is gonna be but man reno 911 was pretty comical back in the day but uh we'll see what kind of mess this uh, this turns into oh geez i think you have to actually sign up for the paramount plus uh exclusive thing so it's behind a paywall i'm, I'm not gonna sign up for that but hey reno 911 we'll probably be able to uh torrent it somewhere the full thing will show up the full thing will show up somewhere and then we also have rachel maddow spending another 15 minute segment literally a third of her show last night was devoted to q Probably devoted to, you know, the JFK Jr. thing, which goes to show you how the mainstream media is weaponizing this crazy clickbait that people in our own movement share around, weaponizing it against us. But there you go, mad cow. Duh. Can't believe it. And that's that shows you the damage that these grifters, that these crazy people in this movement, uh, you know, I wouldn't doubt if a lot of them are backed by agencies, backed by the CIA or FBI or what have you. Even if they don't realize it, they might be and purposefully planted into this movement to uh, smear the whole thing. So there you go. Now on to our UFOs, okay? So this is a section of the NDAA bill. Uh, This is proposed by Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, mind you, So she's behind an amendment in the National Defense Authorization Act to set up basically what they're calling an Anomaly Surveillance and Resolution Office. It's like an office within the government, within the Department of Defense, I believe, where they're literally going to be um, covering UFO sightings. And, you know, probably something like Project Blue Book, but reimagined, a modern version of it. They're going to... I highly doubt this is going to be, you know, I would definitely bank on this being just total gatekeepers. Let's see, this this office, this Aerial and Transmedium Advisory Committee is going to be made up of experts from NASA, the FAA, ooh, Harvard, a scientific coalition for UAP studies. Yeah, it's just going to be a bunch of mainstream gatekeeper thinkers. And then, of course, you have Kirsten Gillibrand, leading the charge on this so it's not gonna be good and then speaking of gatekeepers this was posted by lou elizondo today we got lou elizondo and chris mellon right there in front of the u.s capitol building in washington dc and the the uh comment he made with this post says three guesses where we are in the meantime know that we are working hard for you God, the the UFO gatekeepers all over the mainstream media. Chris Mellon and Lou Elizondo. Mind you, uh, if you don't know this, 
so you've, you might have heard about the secret UFO program, the ATIP program. This is what the media, the mainstream media, has been reporting on for the last four years. Um, and that program ran under the DIA, the Defense Intelligence Agency, from 2007 to 2012. It was James Clapper who brought Lou Elizondo, who brought that short guy right there, Mr. Goatee, James Clapper brought him in to head the ATIP program from 2007 to 2012, all right? That James Clapper, the absolute corrupt deep state swamp rat James Clapper. So uh, that's just a small detail that kind of goes to show you who these guys might really be affiliated with. They're trying to sell themselves as being some disclosure stars who are doing this for the public good, and they have like kind of a cult-like fan base following them around, uh, thinking that, yeah, Lou Elizondo and Chris Mellon, they're doing this disclosure UFO stuff for the public's benefit. It's for all of us. <laughs> yeah, come on now. That's how you That's how you get baited and switched by the intelligence agencies, by being a gullible asshat like that. So no, I don't think Elizondo is doing this for the public benefit. And remember, I was talking this in a vi- I was talking about this in a video a couple of days ago, how um, that ATIP program, that secret UFO government program, it ran under the DIA from 2007 to 2012. That UFO program ended in July 2012. Who became head of the DIA in July 2012? General Michael Flynn. Yeah, hey, hey. Uh, I don't know if Flynn became head of the DIA after the ATIP program ended or before it ended. That's I, I haven't been able to figure an exact date on when the UFO program ended, but it was the same month. That's interesting. You know, who knows what Flynn knows or what he was briefed on, or you know, maybe if he had a hand in ending that program. Who knows? But interesting details. Just wanted to point out, uh, although gatekeepers all over the media distraction distraction coming limited hangout disclosures it's really a slap in the face to all of us uh all right and we'll finish up going through a bunch of news on the covid so good news here osha had to suspend the implementation and enforcement of their vaccine mandate this was because the u.s appeals court rejected a challenge by the biden administration on uh, November 12th, earlier this week. So uh, OSHA tried to come out with their crazy vaccine mandate, got shot down by that court in Texas. The Biden administration tried to appeal that. Appeals court shot down their challenge. So now OSHA uh, is having to suspend the enforcement of that vaccine mandate. Good news. Make sure your employer knows it if they're trying to force you to get that vaccine. I don't think a lot of employers even realize OSHA had to shoot that shoot that down or got shot down. But let your employer know. Pfizer, their chief financial officer, is retiring after 15 years at the company. Ooh, add that to the list of executives retiring. Now, you wonder why he's retiring. Maybe he's getting out while the getting's good, while Pfizer's banked, what, $50 billion dollars who knows how much with their with their vaccines? Uh, maybe he's getting out because he knows Pfizer is going to be getting some heat on him in the coming months and years, and he doesn't want to get embroiled and all that. Who knows? But he's out. That's good news. Next up, we've got Pfizer 
and more absolutely cringy marketing here. I actually wanted to talk about this in my Tuesday video, but I forgot, I forgot to add this in. But this, yes, is a real tweet Pfizer made promoting their vaccines. It says, get on board. That's their comment of it. And the photo is of a plane flying a banner behind it that says, know who's good at science, scientists. Get on board. Oh, God. Whoever's doing the PR and the marketing for Pfizer, fire them. They're doing a terrible job. Remember, they posted another cringy tweet last week with that, oh, it was creepy, actually, with that, like, pink blob putting his hands around the guy's waist, trying to get him away from conspiracy theories. <laughs> Although, here's the difference. So, in the pink blob creepy meme that Pfizer tweeted, they turned off all replies. Couldn't reply to it, couldn't comment on it. In this tweet, they actually left the replies on, but you can see here, got that little marker there. They've been hiding. They've hidden hundreds and dozens of tweets criticizing Pfizer. Uh, so it's pretty hilarious. They, they <laughs> Here's the thing. Science is not meant to be trusted. It's meant to be tested. And if Pfizer has to hide behind censoring their own content and deleting replies and turning replies off and all that, well, m maybe your science isn't science. Maybe it's just good old-fashioned propaganda. Good old Pfizer. Uh, so there's that. We also have... Still on Pfizer, uh, breaking today, Pfizer says the Biden administration will buy 10 million of their new COVID pills for $5 billion. Um, I assume this means 10 million bottles, probably not 10 million pills, probably 10 million bottles, uh, but still $5 billion. So that's your tax money. That is your and mine tax money going to Pfizer to pay for this new COVID treatment. That that should make you angry. That should make everybody out there angry because we already have incredibly cheap generics, pills and treatments on the market that we could be using, but of course we're not. And Pfizer would rather have this treatment, you know, come out. It's just, it's so sick. So anyway, speaking of potential treatments, we could be using uh, very... Very good, cheap, readily available, effective compounds out there that kill pathogens, kill bacteria and viruses. Uh, one of them is chlorine dioxide. And if you are looking for a trusted supplier of chlorine dioxide, I would recommend onenesslabs.com. And there's a coupon code that you can use called Jordan15, Jordan15. That'll get you 15% off your chlorine dioxide water purification disinfectant drops at uh, at Oneness Labs. I'll put a link down there below to check that out. Uh, next, let's move on to Archbishop Vagano. This guy putting out another statement calling out the globalist cabal. And he is now calling on people of faith to unite in a worldwide anti-globalist alliance to free humanity from the totalitarian regime. This guy has had balls of steel this last year and a half. He's put out a lot of statements against the global cabal, against what they're doing with COVID, basically calling calling their mandates just the new world order. And, I mean, 
we don't even need just people of faith. We need people of any faith. Doesn't matter what faith you are. You could be Buddhist. You could be uh, an indigenous culture, Native American. You could have no faith. Who cares? We all need to unite against this globalist cabal that is just destroying this planet, controlling us all, brainwashing us. Uh, everybody needs to to stand up against them. That's for sure. And we need to stop bickering about differences of belief and differences of uh, spirituality. You know, it's it, that that's a problem I'm seeing in the truth-seeking movement right now. Is you know, if you're not if you're not having the same belief system or or the same spiritual beliefs as this person, they don't want you. They don't like you. They'll bash you and say, oh, you know, you're falling for you're falling for satanic something or other. It's just, you know, we got to get over that. We got to get over um, seeing people as lesser because of differences of opinion and belief. Uh, next, let's get into a whistleblowing whistleblower group filing a lawsuit against the National Institute of Health. They're filing a, filing a lawsuit against our government to release info on China requests to scrub COVID info from database. So there's a lot in that headline. Let me unpack that for you. It appears that Chinese researchers made a request to remove genetic sequences of the COVID-19 virus from a National Institute of Health controlled database. I'll repeat that. Chinese researchers uh, requested that COVID-19 genetic sequences got removed from the NIH. So there was a FOIA request that was filed by this whistleblower group called Empower Oversight. They filed a FOIA with the NIH to get info about that request by Chinese researchers to remove COVID uh, genetic sequences, COVID data. That FOIA has not been uh, has not been complied with, so now they're trying to sue. So this begs the question: Why is the National Institute of Health number one? Why was Chinese? Why were Chinese researchers trying to remove SARS-CoV-2 genetic sequences from the NIH? That's a question. The next question is: Why is the NIH not complying with that FOIA? Okay, obviously. What do they have to hide, and what is? China have to hide a lot, a lot, a lot of hiding going on here. So eyes on this court case, a lot of court case, go, court cases going on all over the place to keep a track of moving on. We've got DeSantis's spokesperson blamed the vaccine passport on the Rothschilds. I honestly thought this was a, a clickbait blog headline, like some shit from real raw news when I first saw it, but this is real. And the media is really going after DeSantis and the spokesperson over this comment. So that is that is awesome. That is DeSavage. DeSavage from DeSantis's spokesperson. Blaming the vaccine passport on the Rothschilds. Are they wrong? Are they wrong? <laughs> oh, this is awesome, man. This is grand. Um, I would want a Trump term too. And then let's get DeSantis in after that. Or or maybe maybe we go from Trump to Flynn to DeSantis. I wouldn't be mad with that. I wouldn't be mad with that at all. <laughs> they could, you know, we could have that. And then Trump Jr. after that. Or Eric Trump. Oh, uh, we can dream. All right, next. We've got the FDA 
another three-letter government organization not complying with information requests. So check this out. The FDA is not releasing information on Pfizer's COVID vaccine trials for 55 years. That's not a typo. 55 years. There was another FOIA request filed with the FDA, and the FDA said, well, Judge, we need 55 years to release this data on Pfizer's vaccine trials. <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy. The Gateway Pundit printed here, the U.S. medical community is losing all trust and credibility. Fantastic. Well, they never really should have had our trust and credibility in the first place. Gotta say that. When you dig into what powers funded and set up the U.S. medical community in the first place, the American Medical Association, the FDA, the CDC, we're talking Rockefellers, Rockefellers, Carnegie's. We're talking the the globalist deep state New World Order powers, and that was in the early 1900s. That was 100 years ago. They started funding all this and setting it all up and and wiping out naturopathy and wiping out chiropractic and wiping out natural medicine. That was 100 years ago, over 100 years ago. So they never really should have had our trust and credibility, but good and bad just depends on how you look at it, how you spin it. One good thing about this scamdemic about COVID-19 is that people, again, waking the heck up and they are no longer trusting the FDA and the CDC and the medical system. So that is good news. That is very good news. And there you go. They're doing it to themselves, really, right? So the Great Awakening continues. Uh, next article we have here, next story on the Pentagon. So you remember, o Oklahoma National Guard, they got a new commander. They're refusing to comply with the Department of Defense's vaccine mandate. Now the Pentagon, the DOD, is threatening the Oklahoma National Guard over this. And they're saying the, the National Guard might lose their status, their National Guard status, and they'd have to be labeled a militia. Is that such a bad thing? <laughs> Call them a militia. Heck, let's make more militias around the country because screw your mandates. Fine. We don't need to call them a National Guard. They'll be a militia. Uh, but that is nuts. And yeah, so we'll see what happens there. Good. Let's hope more National Guard starts to stand up like this here in Oklahoma. And then I have like four or five articles left for you guys. I'll go through them real quick. So... We're going to some international news. We've got the Czech Republic. Crazy stuff going on over there in Europe. They're starting to clamp down. Uh, Czech authorities will ban people who have not been vaccinated or have not recovered from COVID infection from access to public events and services starting uh, next Monday. So Czech Republic there banning unvaxxed people from public events, public spaces in Ireland. They are reimposing a COVID-19 restriction, including a midnight curfew, because of, I guess, they claim COVID cases are spiking. Meanwhile, 93% of the adult population in Ireland is fully vaccinated. <laughs> so Ireland is clamping down even on vaccinated people because of, they claim, a spike in cases. And Sweden, too. So you remember, Sweden was doing good. Sweden and Norway... Their cases were dropping. They dropped the mandates, the mask mandates, and the vaccine mandates. Well, they're reinstating them. Sweden withdraws recommendation to exclude vaccinated people from testing, and vaccine passports are now required for 100-plus people in indoor events from December 1st. So basically, um, they used to have 
testing requirements only for unvaccinated people. Now it's for vaccinated people too. <laughs> uh, which is this actually should hopefully wake people up more because the vaccinated people realize like, oh, they just got duped. They got these vaccines because they thought they would get more freedom and go back to normal. Meanwhile, they're not going back to normal. So hopefully this will wake some people up and help them realize that this is all just a big power grab. But yes, in Europe there, Czech Republic, Ireland, Sweden, uh, it's getting crazy. So, you know, I mentioned at the beginning of this video, I was talking about that fact check, how those weren't actually protests in Austria. Uh, I've got a lot of Austrian friends, though, telling me that there are huge protests planned for this weekend on the 20th. So Saturday, Saturday should be huge protests around the world, really. I'm sure we'll get them in Australia. I'm sure we'll get them in Europe, all over the place. So should be a pretty crazy weekend. Uh, and if you're near any big city or even a small city, try to get your own little protest together. But yes, every weekend now, it's just protest day. Saturday and Sunday are protest days. So that's, that's the new weekend party, weekend activity for all the cool kids are your protests. All right, four more, four more tabs here. I want to talk smallpox. This is crazy. FBI and CDC are investigating, quote, questionable vials labeled smallpox found at a Merck facility near Philly. Number one, it's Merck. Merck is like one of the top corrupt pharma companies out there. Pfizer is probably number one. I would put Merck number two. But smallpox, really? Smallpox is coming back? Well, check this out. Just about two weeks ago, Bill Gates, yes, Bill Gates was warning of smallpox terror attacks, and he was seeking research funds because of this. Can't make this shit up. You can at least give it more than two weeks, dude. You can at least give it a little more time so we don't remember it right off the bat and say, oh, how convenient. We got smallpox vials at Merck facilities. Meanwhile, Bill Gates, oh, I wonder how much money Bill Gates has given to Merck over the years. Probably billions. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so we got that. And then last thing here, Trump is threatening lawsuit against New York Times and the Washington Post if the Pulitzer board does not strip awards from these organizations. And that is over the debunked reports of Trump's ties to Russia. We know that's garbage, the Russia collusion narratives. So Trump might sue him. Trump might just come up and sue him because New York Times reporters and WAPO reporters got Pulitzer frickin' prizes for their reporting. Reporting on fake stories. This is the state of media, folks. And this is the state of a lot of these awards, right? Like the Nobel Prize. The Nobel Prize is a garbage prize. Hate to burst your bubble. The Pulitzer Prize. A lot of these prizes are just garbage. And, of course, the media is garbage. Trump might sue him. And uh, maybe that's having a having an impact on WAPO. So today it was reported that WAPO had to correct over a dozen articles related to the Steele dossier coverage. And that's just the Steele dossier. There's hundreds. There's hundreds of articles that they've printed that are filled with lies over Russia collusion, over a variety of different angles of the Ru Russia collusion narrative. But, yup, they are quietly, quietly correcting the Steele dossier coverage they're going to, you know, in fact, they probably need to just redo every single article they print. Well, just go and do that. Then maybe you'll have a chance of possibly 
regaining some credibility. But unless they do that, nope. Just just shut down your offices. Then maybe we'll we'll accept you again. But uh, okay, guys, that's it for this one. That is all. Uh, I appreciate y'all for watching. Oh hey, I will be doing a live stream, live Q and A tomorrow, live chat tomorrow Friday, 4 p.m. So I will. Um, you know, be there, be square, 4 p.m. Pacific as well. So I will put out an email from my email newsletter. Go sign up for that at jordansather.com, speaking of which. So I'll put out an email and remind you guys on Telegram. Live stream tomorrow. And also, I want to let you guys know about a VIP Telegram chat. So I have an exclusive Telegram chat. It's a private one. And it's for everybody who supports me on Subscribestar, Substack, or jordansather.tv. So if you want access to that VIP chat, uh, subscribe to one of those and you'll get a link. If you are subscribed to Subscribestar, Substack, or jordansather.tv and you want a link to the VIP Telegram chat, shoot me an email. I'll send the link to you. And uh, I I participate every day. I'm in there constantly talking to people, good conversations with, you know, different like-minded folk. So yeah, it's a good time. And I appreciate all your guys' support as well. That's just one of the perks that you get supporting me on any of those platforms. I'll link them all down below. Appreciate you guys. I will see you hopefully tomorrow in that live stream and probably in another news video on Friday. Have a good Thursday, everybody. Let's finish this week strong. Take care. Be strong. Stay awake. Stay stay alert. A lot of crazy stuff going on in there. A lot of fake news going around. Not just the mainstream media, but the truth media too. And Lord knows that, you know, could be a pretty turbulent winter. Hopefully there's not violence or anything from like this Kyle case or whatnot out there. But stay safe, everybody, and stay awake. Have a good night.